Glory to God. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Walker Ministries Live. <laughs> Hello. How Hi, you Pastor. doing? Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> good evening. Uh, man, it is a pleasure. Now, I, this is great because I never really get the chance to to sit by her. She's usually in the um, in the uh, pews in the audience cheering me on. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. Time out. No, don't say that. You know, she's giving me all those signs like an umpire, you know, so it's really good. Um, so I, I guess I have to use my peripheral vision today uh, to see her do the same thing. So it's going to be wonderful. <laughs> Teacher, how you doing? I'm doing really great. Wow. I, don't, I don't think the. Uh, I'm just happy to actually have opportunity to sit and teach with you uh, and to share what God has uh, expressed to you on your heart for the people of God. Amen. It's just, it's not often that we get to really, uh, or y'all get to really see us together. Um, you might see us on the fire on Facebook, you know, something like that. But here you get to see us live, I think, for the really first time, us together. Amen. So while they are adjusting things and stuff, so, you know, hopefully y'all don't get distracted by that. And it's all going to be good. But it is a pleasure to come to you live. Um, this is something I'm getting used to, as y'all know, when it comes to um, this social media. Um, it is re it's really hard for me. Yeah, uh, and my wife seems like she's <laughs> such a, you know, expert at this. And I'm using, you know, I don't know. It's hard um, because I like to come amongst the people. This is great. It's a great medium to reach and have the word, but there's nothing like that shepherd who is has his hands, his hands on you. And um, man, I tell you, it's, it's hard because sometimes, you know, you get um, certain things. You can study a lot, but then you, you want to go amongst the sheep. And I often tell um, the sheep that the shepherd should smell just like the sheep because he's been with them. Um, and this right here is just a different type of uh, forum, and I guess, you know, it would be really um, great to talk about the Spirit because that's what we're going to have to connect right now. He's definitely going to get used to it because obviously uh, the coronavirus have us <laughs> in this state of being. So uh, he's definitely going to get used to it. And uh, as a teacher, I am uh, prepped for uh, distant learning as well as in person because <laughs> obviously I'm not the shepherd. <laughs> she sounds so. Right. He's to say I'm so robotic. That's what he's saying. <laughs> it's some things I'm just going to do. I know. It is great, though. It's a pleasure. I'll tell you, um, man, um, I want to take my time. I don't want to just keep rushing through a lot of things. Um, uh, as I was saying, a lot of times as a shepherd, it's hard to really minister in this format when you're such a hands-on type of uh, pastor. And um, I love being amongst the sheep. Uh, that's how my anointing is increased. I don't get drained. I get energized of uh, caring for um, the sheep and they're not my sheep. They're God's sheep. And once you have the revelation that they're God's sheep and you are steward over them, you will, um, I think you will find that uh, attachment 
that so many seem to be pastors don't have. It's like a job. It, it is, but it's a, it's a call first. So, and, and my job is to care and to tend. You know, a shepherd is a professional friend. This is what he is. He's a professional friend. He comes in, he nurtures, he feeds. You know, we got the teacher here operating in the apostolic so she can teach. And she's under the anointing. She's an anointed teacher to teach. What's that? All right. Oh, we're going to work this out. This is live. Well, we're going to get another mic. Hold tight. This is what happens. Amen. Coming in. All right. Come on in here, minister. See, because Pastor is a a technology person, so when things with technology kind of get a bug in it, he get kind of bug. So for me, I'm like, okay, all right, just wait on for what's what's next. <laughs> That's right. It's all good. But I'm here, uh, Pastor, as a uh, student, so. You don't have to worry about me actually getting all in your way. Uh-huh. All right, that's good. Y'all can see us. Relax. I'm relaxing him. <laughs> well, Amen. everything is great, um, and it is really um, a pleasure um, to come to you today. And uh, last week, we were talking about the mystery wisdom. We were talking about wisdom, and we're going to reconnect uh, and revisit that, and I think there's a few more things I want to finish out about wisdom. Well, never finish out, really, but uh, we'll go back into uh, some of our foundational scriptures, and I want to, uh, and that's another thing. Y'all know I'm, I'm a little confined sitting down. Y'all know previously I had an operation on my uh, meniscus, and and it's kind of it just got me a little mobile, but I like to get around and move. So, but I'm feeling a little, you know, sitting down allows me to be more intimate, I guess. But I like to move around. Lord so. help you. <laughs> you get your steps in any way you can. So <laughs> we got to have fun. We got to have fun at this time. And uh, it's not all this doom and gloom. Uh, if we know who we serve. Amen. I am, listen, I am persuaded above all fully that he is able. So uh, with that in mind, uh, we want to go back to, I want to revisit this mystery and that the wisdom has been kept for the glory of the saints. Uh, Minister, could you go to 1 Corinthians 2, uh, 6 through 13, Amplified, please? We're going to do a little recap, and then we're going to go into what we have for today. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning at verse 6. Yet when we are among the fully grown, spiritually mature Christians who are ripe in understanding, we do impart a higher wisdom, the knowledge of the divine plan previously hidden, But it is indeed not a wisdom of this present age or of this world, nor of the leaders and rulers of this age who are being brought to nothing and are doomed to pass away. But rather what we are setting forth 
is a wisdom of God once hidden from the human understanding and now revealed to us by God, that wisdom which God devised and decreed before the ages for our glorification to lift us into the glory of his presence. None of the rulers of this age or world perceived and recognized and understood this, or if they had, they would never have crucified the Lord of glory. But on the contrary, as the scripture says, what eye has not seen and ear has not heard and has not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared, has made and keeps ready for those who love him, who hold him in affectionate reverence, promptly obeying him and gratefully recognizing the benefits he has bestowed. Verse 10, yet to us, God has unveiled and revealed them by and through his spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches diligently, exploring and examining everything, even sounding the profound and bottomless things of God, the divine counsels and things hidden and beyond man's scrutiny. For what person perceives, knows, and understands what passes through a man's thoughts except the man's own spirit within him, just so no one discerns or comes to know and comprehend the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Now we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world, but the Holy Spirit, who is from God, given to us that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts of divine favor and blessing so freely and lavishly bestowed on us by God. And we are setting these truths forth in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Holy Spirit, combining and interpreting spiritual truths with spiritual language to those who possess the Holy Spirit. Oh, that is excellent. And that wisdom has been kept for the glory of the saints. And we're going to, the Bible is just full of mysteries. A lot of times we read it on the surface level, but there, there, there is something even deeper beneath it, a mystery of what God is saying. And when, this is what one of the things that we were expressing last week when we were discussing the ten virgins. And we're going we're gonna to go a little deeper into that right now. It's a mystery in that. Um, another scripture that we want to lift up, and we're just doing a little recap, was in Isaiah 29, 9. You can put the King James and Amplify it up there for We might have some people who are just King James only, and we want to keep them in the loop. Amen? I appreciate that. <laughs> this is Isaiah chapter 29 at verse 9. All right. Stop and wonder at this prophecy. If you choose, whether you understand it or not, soon you will witness the actual event and be confounded reluctantly. Blind yourselves now, if you choose. Take your pleasure and then be blinded at the actual occurrence. They are drunk, but not from wine. They stagger, but not from strong drink, mm -hmm. but from spiritual stupor. All right. Go ahead. Go to 11. Verse 10. For the Lord has poured out on you the spirit of deep sleep, and he has closed your eyes, the prophets, 
and your heads, the seers, he has covered and muffled. And the vision of all this has become for you like the words of a book that is sealed. Mm. When men give it to one who can read, saying, read this, I pray you, he says, I cannot, for it is sealed. This is really good. So just to refresh about that, that book that is sealed, it can be accessed, but at the moment, it is sealed. Sealed from who? In the scripture, in verse 11, again, it is delivered. One that is delivered to the learned, and then one is delivered to the unlearned, and both cannot read this mystery. So this is why uh, talking about this is so important because of the necessity of the Spirit of God, especially in these times that we're in right now. And we're going to open up this uh, passage of Scripture going now. This is just recap. Going now to, um, we're going to go to Matthew 25. We're going to start there at verse 1. Probably hit one through three. Matthew chapter 25 at verse one. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins Mm -hmm. who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, thoughtless, without forethought, and five were wise, sensible, intelligent, and prudent. For when the foolish took their lamps, they did not take any extra oil with them. Okay. So this is the parable of the ten virgins. And that parable starts off by saying, um, liken the kingdom of heaven. So know that he's talking about something more deeper than women, about women and being virgins, okay? Watch this. Just like marriage, um, it is an original context. In its original context, it has nothing to do with a man and a woman. Uh Uh-oh, watch out. It has nothing to do with a man or a woman. Listen, it was a mystery. This was there before Adam and Eve, marriage. To listen, they were two actors brought into a scene and separated to help man understand the mystery. Listen, and it's also a, it doubles as a um, spiritual system of reproduction, marriage. But marriage has always been there because both man and woman are two dimensions, listen, of God. He separated them to help man understand who God is. Okay. Amen? Amen. So you got to really look at that. This was really separated. They were separated. Think about husband and wife right here. This right here, husband and wife. We, this is a dimension of God. And this dimension of God is for the revealing of who God really is. Amen. It's hard for us to or God to describe who he is, except he did this. He said, I'm going to have man and woman. And this representation 
is going to understand the family of God. This representation right here is going to allow you to see me. Did y'all hear that? So to really see him in God's original intent, it is with husband and wife. And that system, listen, is it was it was also was double twofold because it also allowed man to um, reproduce in the same manner. Listen, spiritual children. Okay. All right. This I'm not sure, but it's hard, but you don't get no feedback from <laughs> from the like when the church is full. But I want you to really understand this, that for God wanted you to understand him. So marriage is so important. It is a covenant with God and that God wants that it's a twofold because it allows us to have a reproduction. Listen, of ourselves to see God. So our children as well to see God. And and for me to have that expression, I need a man and a woman to see who I am in this covenant. All right. And they shall produce after its kind. Everything produces after its kind. Man and woman produces after its kind kind do y'all get that so pastor we have to as husband and wife we have to be really saved otherwise we are producing ungodly and with the husband and wife not being perfected in God's image we're actually not allowing God to be really manifested and shown to the world expressed because that we're saying that the word of God is saying that this is the only way that he will be expressed is through the marriage that's right a man and a woman I just wanted to put that there because (laughs) this is this is how the mystery of it is really unveiled to us to see God and look in in movement, in action, in love, in protection, in leading, in direction, in humility. You get to see him in the marriage, a godly marriage. If not, we are producing ungodly children. Amen to that. It is so important to really understand this mystery. And how it's revealed, um, it's just so, it's just so art, uh, extraordinary to when a husband and wife come together. Yeah. And the purpose of that, he separated us because woman was in man at first. But in order for man to really see God, I have to pull out of him woman. And now that representation of those two now can see God. Now, he, remember, he said he walked in the cool of the day with them. Not just with him, not just with her, but with them. All right. That is what, that is what man is designed to do. Man was created to be in the presence of God. Amen.
So men, if you don't know your purpose, you don't know what you, where you're to go and everything, you are designed, created men to be in the presence of God. Well, I don't know where to go and I don't know what to do. Your job is to be in the presence of God. Amen. My goodness, I wish I could Pastor, I'm going to let back. you go on to the next thing, but I, I'm just seeing how when you're not godly, a godly wife and a godly husband, when you start to produce ungodly children, that you are producing this generation of ungodly, look, community. And this is where all the trauma, all the hurt, all the molestation, all the rape, all the abuse because of the ungodly. And you're building that type of community and generation that perpetrate the same type of thing. And they can't help but do what they do because They've been birthed after his kind. Right. I just got to get out of here. <laughs> That's what I love about this. Man, this ain't too bad, this live right here. All right. My help meet with me. Right. Amen. Oh, Amen. Oh, God. I got the vision and she got the sight. Amen. All right. All right. Here we go. And that's another thing. That is, that is the, the husband has the authority. He carries the authority in the home. And how... The wife and the husband work is that she now enforces that authority. But the position of the man is in of authority. And I love it. I was listening to the word early this morning. And it says that, you know, in the kingdom that we are co-labored, we are equal. The Bible says, listen, in our call and what we are to do, we're equal in the kingdom of what we are to do. She is not above me, not below me. I'm not above her. She's not, I'm not below her. We are equal co-laborers. Amen. And if I can get some husband and wives to be co-laboring, we can get some stuff done in the kingdom. Say that. If we can get them to identify that you're not the enemy right. and I'm not the enemy, right. we can get some stuff done in the kingdom. All right. My goodness. We were born on the same team. <laughs> All right. You know, since we're here, you know, I, that's just another thing. <laughs> the spiritual, some of the stuff that um, we should be at and where the church should be at right now, um, uh, with this uh, Conover's virus that's going on, and I keep hearing this word of fear and fear and fear. Um, but it's, it's strange to me because we're, we're fearful of this little micro, but we're not fearful that you have bitterness in your heart or you have unforgiveness in your heart. You're not fearful of that. And that doesn't, those are the things that disqualify you from getting into the kingdom. Amen. I want to know how come we have, we're talking all this fear and fear of a germ, of a virus. Yes. See, if you knew anything about life, you have to have a virus around. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. See, these are the things that the church and everybody just needs you to get a hold of yourself. Come on. Um. And while we're so concentrated on this fear, fear, and fear, what is happening behind the scene for the body of Christ? We're the watchmen. Talk about it. How you have how you have ministries and you don't have an intercessory team. That's right. If you're you're right, you don't have a ministry. You don't have that. Prayer is the thing. It's the steam in the engine. It what drives the ministry. 
If you have built a ministry based upon, listen, relationships, if you built your, your ministry upon giving and all these other things, listen, your ministry should be, the foundation of it should be prayer. You shouldn't have a thousand people come to service on Sunday and you got 12 that come to prayer. See, that's an imbalance in the spirit. That's an imbalance. Oh, you can. You, we only prayer is not a system for to for you to pray for emergency. Prayer is a system. Listen, it is a platform. Listen, for growth and transformation. That's what prayer is. A lot of times people want to pray, pray, I want to pray for this situation outside of here and, and this and that. No, you need to pray because prayer will change you. And once you change, your environment will change. When you change, everything around you will change. Your choices, the people you associate with, all those things will change because you prayed. Listen, for you, what you need, prayer will change you. And people who pray, Pastor, you just, see, just to talk about prayer and the word transformation got me excited because I love to grow. Amen. I love to continue to be in a, a state of being, of progression. Yeah, okay. See, but you have to love to grow yeah. and develop to transform yeah. prayer. So the question is, are we really praying? Because if we are really praying, then we are really transforming. Right. We are changing and we are changing more into the characteristics of Christ. I just come on with, with transformation. Right. Transformation just make me want to go off in a real good way. <laughs> I know that's right. And I'm and I'm just want us to stay focused on what's really happening. And I told you, and I, I gotta say it again. We are fearful over this virus, but we're not fearful that we don't love anybody. We're not fearful that you hold bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart. You're not no. fearful that, you know, if you die in your sin, where will you be? See, and we, we can come to church. We do all those things. We can, we can preach. I don't care who you are. I don't care what That's pastor right. you are. Listen, if you're, this is just crazy right here. And for us to just be narrowly in on fear. See, on this type of thing, because you have been in prayer. You've already seen it. You know direction to go. You're not scrolling around trying to get, get everything you need because in prayer, it's preparation. You will, you will be there. But see, most of the times you, you start talking to your fellow, you know, uh, parishioners and um, about, you know, hey, you need to prepare. You need to have, you know, food stored up. You need to have this and that. You shouldn't be running around scared because you are prepared. These are, these are the things that happen in these times that we're in. And if you're not, if you haven't been acclimated, listen, on fasting. So when you can't go to the store, you'll spend that in your meditation. That's right. This should be our condition. We should be ready for this. Yeah, we should. We should. There, we're being distracted. There's some deeper things that we as the body of Christ should be into by now. And you know what gets over fear? All I know, and I'm seeing all this, you know, uh, faith over fear. What I do see is as perfect love cast out fear. So maybe we need to be devouring and eating on that. See, our love, we, we teach faith and faith. Faith is a shell without anything that it attached to. You have to attach your faith to what's it? God. 
This is what we have to do. See, sometimes you just got to shift and, and really get into what you really need to say right here. Because if you're a believer, faith comes with that. It sure does. There, there's and a, so there's what I'm talking about, I am keep saying I'm a woman, and, and certain things come with me being a woman. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. I don't have to ask for it because it comes with it. That's right. And, and if you are a believer in faith, there's things that come with it, like provision. Come on. Um, okay, you got the president of the United States. If he go to anywhere, there's a, there's a lot of things that are attached to him that come with him That's because right. he is the president. If you are an ambassador, what comes with you? An embassy. Workers. You, when you're ambassador, there's your law of the land comes with you. There's provision comes from you. You have diplomatic immunity. There's something, certain kind of rights that are innate to you. When you're in faith and you're in believing, there's certain things. When I'm in faith and I'm believing, a job come with that. Amen. Health come with that. Provision comes with that as a believer. As a, as a faith-filled believer, there's certain things that come with being a believer. Begging is not one of them. <laughs> Never seen. I love that. Never seen the righteous forsaken. See, and this is the thing. You know, even in this, the world should see the church rising up now. And I'm still talking to you about fear. And I already told you, he said, perfect love cast out all fear. And he said, I haven't even given you the spirit of that. That even in from me. But everybody is preaching and teaching on this. Where is the church? This is when we're supposed to be shining. Amen. This is when you're supposed to have, you know, some food, a morsel. Even when they was in the wilderness and they had the two fish and the, and the loaves of bread. They had something. Listen, to multiply, Amen. to share, to give. So at this time, we should be really, the world should be looking at the church. Saying, who is your God? How are you so fear, fearless? How are you, listen, in these pending times, how are you still in a good relationship? Amen. You know, where are we at right now? Nothing about our life past as a believer should be that we're trying to figure out what's next. No. Because our life should, our state of being, see, that's a key word, our state of being should still be where it's always been. Yeah. In Christ, that's right. we should still be exalting God, praising God. Nothing is different. Mm -hmm. Repented. Have I really repented to the people that I know I need to repent to, alive or dead? See, we, we're missing the focus and, and everything. We're fighting over this. Ain't no pastor ever, ever pastored or in this type of condition here. Our faith as believers in America has never really been tested. Has it's never time. really been tried. No, it's time now. No, it's time now. It's time. All right. Not as believers. I have a question, Pastor. Have you ever, as a believer, questioned whether you believe? Because, I'm going to just give that a few seconds, because <laughs> it is a say law, because for me, what I question is not do I believe the word of God, but I'm always checking on my intimacy with God. Amen. 
Oh, I don't check what I believe because I believe. It's not a day that I don't believe. This is the issue with Christians. Some. Is that some. because of our condition sometimes, it puts us in a position as to whether we believe. I don't question my belief in Christ. I question my level of intimacy with my creator. Feeling the need to be more intimate. Desiring to be more intimate. And this situation is not causing me to be questioning my belief. It's like, what's next? What do you want me to do? I had someone to call me or text me last night and say, how may I pray for you? And I thought about a lot of times, you know, you, you, you come up with, well, you can pray this or pray that. But I, I really stopped and I asked Holy Spirit, how can this person pray for me? I asked Holy Spirit, how? And he said, to hear a directive from me. Hear me. It's not just to hear me. But to hear a directive from me. And ministers, I went, it was about 3 o'clock in the morning. What time did we go to bed, Pastor? At least what time did? Me, it was probably around 3.30. Okay, so for me, it was about 3 o'clock. And I still couldn't go because I was trying to hear a directive from God. Because I was serious about the prayer inquiry. And I began to ask, him, well, what should I, what should I listen to? What should I read? Because I need something to click. I need something to click. So I began to read and to study. And I heard. I had a conversation with God. To where I never went to sleep. Pastor was like, babe. Go ahead, go to sleep. I couldn't, and I wasn't sleeping because I had to hear his directive. And we're not going to get into it now. Maybe this is going to be the next time, Pastor, when we, we get up here. But it's about next time we live. what's going on Amen. and how we should be thinking and behaving and why we are thinking the way that we're thinking And while we're behaving the way that we're behaving. Oh, and I was refreshed in him giving me that directive. Amen. I love it. I'm listening for key words. And she is talking about the spirit. So we we have to continue in that vein right there. And she's going to deliver that message. I know she is. Amen. Uh, I'm going to get it first. And then then she'll give it to you. Uh, This is really good, teacher. I, I like this format. And I love the way the Holy Spirit, he, you know, it doesn't matter what you have written down, but it's in the hearts of uh, of what he would want for you as the sheep. Amen. And uh, we like to flow with him. Um, I tell you, it is important to understand that parable of the ten virgins. And I told you back uh, last week that that lamp represented the word and the oil represented the spirit. And I told you that you, you have to have both. And we had a scripture uh, to back that up in Isaiah forty eight sixteen. From God. The word because I was is the lamp. About 
Amen. Isaiah chapter 48 and verse as what minister of light. So you have to be careful. See, this is the stuff that people don't really want to talk about. We want to talk about. Okay, hang on. All right. Satan has the word. Pastor, come on with it. Come Watch with it. this. Attempting to access the spirit without the lamp is what will cause most people to misinterpret the word of God. You see it all the time. The word of God defines the boundaries of the operations of the spirit. Oh, that's good. The same way with the oil is put into the lamp. Watch this. I'm going to say this one more time. The word of God defines the boundaries of the operations of the spirit. The word does. The container of the word has the boundaries for the spirit. I'm going to break this down for you. So the lamp contains, listen, how far the oil should work. The lamp is the word. So if you do not have the word. So when the spirit comes. And your appetite, listen, for hunger would lead you into, listen, witchcraft. The oh. occult. Oh, I see you. I see you, Holy Spirit. And you won't know what agency the Spirit is sponsoring that act. Go ahead. See, when you just have the word itself. Okay. Satan has the word. Y'all missing it. Satan has the word. Yeah. Satan knows the word. He don't have the spirit, but he knows the word. That's right. This is how you get cults. This is how you get false religions. This is how you get rituals. This is how, listen, you get legalism. This is how you get it. The word without the spirit. Okay. Teacher. You, something something struck you when I said this, and I'm going to go back, and I think you had something to say. I said, attempting to act as the spirit without the lamp is what will cause people to misinterpret the word. You see this all the time. You see this in all kind of cults. Okay, all right. There's a lot of things out there that look like God, but it's not. Because they got the word, but they don't have the spirit. And you don't have the spirit, so you can't discern which agency is speaking to you, which spirit is speaking to you. Because you don't have the spirit of God. You got the word of God, though. Not bad. But he never sent his word only. It was the word and spirit. Glory to God. Amen. Watch this. See, what's going to happen? Some scales going to fall off some people's eyes that's going to hear this. Amen. Yes, teacher. Holy Spirit is, according to the word, he's an umpire, and he is the he is the one, he is the stabilizer, he is the balancer of the individual in your thought process because he guides and leads you in the direction that you should go. Amen. So he is the balancer. It's very easy to be off track. That's why he said a unbalanced scale, he said, is abomination. This is why you have to have Holy Spirit, because he keep, even in our, look, the thing that we think is good is not what's best. And Holy Spirit guides and lead you into, look, 
himself. Okay. That is what's best. She's getting in my stuff. The stabilizer. Oh, I could talk to you as to why we're not at peace, but I won't do that right now. Oh, go so, on. So, so this on is now. what's really happening with a lot of about Christ when it comes to this crisis. He said, "Think it not strange." Why ain't nobody saying that? Oh no. When these things don't come fear. upon we you, why, why think it not strange? Mm -hmm. See, you're only in fear because you haven't been prepared. That's right. And as pastors, your job is not only just to feed them spiritually, but you are to guide them in their life and the matters that, listen, sustain them. He said that men should not eat after what's bread alone, should live after that bread alone. So yes. you still need some bread. Yes. But also out of every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. That's right. So you need to have the both, the balance. Pastors. Okay. So. It is, if God has given you as my sheepfold uh, to tend to, to care for, yes. then, then that means I need to make sure that you are being taught properly and prepared properly. My job as a pastor is to prepare you, listen, for heaven. Where are we going? We, there's only one story. So when you got delivered, hopefully you got delivered, then you Amen. left Egypt. That's so right. when they left Egypt, now we're on the journey to heaven, to Canaan, to Shemayim now. So in that journey, this is where all the temptation, this is where you find out where your faith is. This whole situation going on with this virus, now you're finding out. Listen, when you squeeze that fruit, you're going to find out what's in that fruit. If it's faith in that fruit, faith going to come out. If it's fear in that fruit, fear is going to come out. That's all this is doing to you right now. You're finding out who's operating in faith or who's operating in fear. Amen. Because what's in you, all you need is a little pressure applied to you, and you'll find out. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. To say that I'm not in fear says that I'm in fear. <laughs> you have nothing to fear, uh-uh, but fear itself. To you are. To say that if I'm not in fear, why do I have to present that to you? Hmm. I simply just, my life is simply that state of being. I just, the Holy Spirit is giving me the state of being. Amen. My state of being is what it is. So I don't have to speak what it's not. Mm. Mm. If, I'm not if I'm not in fear, why do I speak that I'm not in fear? That's not my state of being. So I simply speak my state of being. For those who have chosen to be a believer, oh, come on. they are the ones who are anchored in the time of horrible trouble. That's right. You're anchored in Christ in the time of trouble. So I don't have to say that. That's right. I don't have to quote all the not in fear scriptures because I'm, I'm not in fear. I'm trying to convince myself. I'm just praising God. My life goes on the way that it's been going on because I'm in my same state of being. And that is position in Christ. Amen. Which there is no fear. And that's where my faith is. That's what I've attached it to is God. Faith alone is, is not operable until you attach it to God. Hello. You have to type it, attach it to a, to a thing. You have to, and God is have faith. In God. Have the faith of God. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, this is what it is. This is what's happening. People are trying to <laughs> access the word without the without the oil, without the spirit. Yeah, yeah. So this is why you're in the position that you're in right now. The oil, the spirit is only useful when it's inside of the lamp. 
Mm. Where is your oil? Uh, and it's, the lamp has to be. The lamp is the word. A, and also you to house the word. That's right. Will have to be a consecrated vessel. Yeah. Have to be. So to hold down the word inside of you. How else? What else are we speaking except the truth? Pastor, uh, the, can we just insert this right here? The church cannot be distracted in this message. What message? COVID-19. This is a message. COVID-19. COVID-19 is a message. The church is not to be distracted in this message. Right. COVID-19. Amen. And this here, Pastor, and I want the ones that is a, a part of this ministry and anybody else who may be tuning in to definitely pray for us because we're not distracted by this message, COVID-19, so the enemy will try to come in another way to distract us. That's right. He right. always comes through the ones that you love. Can't get distracted. Amen, teacher. Amen to that. I love that insert. You cannot be distracted at this point. COVID-19, really, y'all? So if you go biblically with anything, and I love what the prophetess was saying, that he said, I sent this. I sent the pestilence. I sent the locust. And the thing of it is where we should be in our maturity as believers, oh, is that it. we should be, listen, that we should be, listen, this should be something to make you turn if you haven't. It should be something, listen, to make you turn to God. And Amen. not all this about, you know, uh, Psalm 91 is great. I love it. It's excellent. It's if you're a believer. Excellent. <laughs> so, but this is, and, and see, then you don't finish that scripture out. Okay. Finish it, finish it, go all the way to the end. Uh, so you, this should be a time for the body or that we're so dominant and prominent in our faith right now that it would make the people who are in fear turn to where you are. Who do you know? Amen. How can you do that right now? Don't you see what's happening? Mm -hmm. So but it's, it's not leading people to repentance. It should lead you to repentance. When Israel was doing anything, he would send their enemies in for them to turn. Amen. I sent them in. I sent the Assyrians in to get you to turn back to me. Yeah. So this is the message that should be out there today. It's that repentance. Yeah. Let's turn. Let's get right. That's right. Let's get right. Even if it, if it does. Even if it is yeah. appointed to me that to, this is the way I go. Let me, let me be right. Amen. With God. Amen. Good God. See, the oil, listen, this is what's happening, teacher. The oil is only useful when it's inside of the lamp. Exactly. Inside of the container. Yeah. Okay. This is a hidden this is a hidden wisdom of God that's preserved for the glory of the saints. Okay. That means that when you see someone quoting scripture, watch this, teacher. Go ahead, but their up. life is not moving. Mm. There is no glory in their life. You can't die. Listen, you can diagnose spiritually like a doctor. 
that they are not assessing, listen, or accessing the hidden wisdom of God. And, and one of them, listen, one of those hidden wisdom of God is shrouded in the mysteries of the ten virgins. That's what I want to open up to y'all today again. Go ahead. All right. So, so this is what I'm saying. You, I have to say it again. You, you have people quoting the word all the time. But their life is not moving. There's no, listen, there's no glory in their life. And I told you, you can easily diagnose that like a doctor. That they are not accessing. That means you. That means you. That means you should be accessing the mysteries of God. Okay, I told you, said that the hidden things were, listen, for the, for the glory of the saints. That's what it said. The hidden things per, per, preserved, hidden away for the glory of the saints. When, when, when are you going to get that mystery body? You can, you can apply it right now. My Lord. Okay. The Lord and his spirit has sent me. We just read that in Isaiah 48, 16, right? The mystery of the word and the mystery of the spirit. Let me talk about it. Please do. The mystery of the word and the mystery of the spirit. We can talk about that. I'm going to try to be. Quiet. All right. All right. It looks like we have a generation now that allows you to choose. OK, I'm going to say it again. It looks like, first of all, I'm going to listen to this. This is the. Subject of the mystery of the word or the ministry of the word and the ministry of the spirit. How about that? And I said, it looks like we have a generation now that allows you to choose that. Which one? So there are word people and there are spirit people. Go ahead. I'm going to say it again. So there are word people and then there are spirit people. The spirit are the ones who listen. The spirit people are the ones who fall down. And the word people are the ones, listen, who are intelligent. Identified it to. <laughs> Watch this, I am. And they both are in trouble. Oh, oh. <laughs> and they both are in trouble. Absolutely. So you got your word people over here. You got your, it's, you, you got your spirit people over here. You got your word people over here. Turn with me right now. I have a theologian degree. And you got your spirit people over here. You got them. All right. And both are in trouble. It's the word and the spirit. Love it. Okay. All right. Without the oil, without the oil, the fire would destroy the wick. It is the oil that causes the wick to keep standing. Okay. It is the spirit that allow you to keep standing with what you're going through. I know that's right. I love it. He's the candle of the. Okay. Oh, Jesus, my God. Without the oil, the fire, the situations, the circumstance, your past. Go ahead. Would destroy the wick. My Lord. The oil causes the wick. To keep standing. The spirit causes you to continue to stand. And after all you have done, stand. See, we can't connect the dots. So we can 
Watch this. Uh-oh, teacher. So we can carry an empty scripture. So we can carry an empty scripture. Blessed is the man that fears the Lord. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. And the righteous shall endure forever. So when you read that, that's not a lie. It's not lying. But it has no effect, oh, watch this, in the spirit. Like a lamp with no oil. You can read the scripture all day. You can quote it all day. And it's not right. It's not lying. It is true. That word is true. But listen, but it has no effect in the spirit realm. Like a lamp with no oil. I don't understand. Y'all don't know if y'all got that. I wish I could hear y'all right now. Watch this. Watch this. In the realm of the spirit. See, this is something else that we are not familiar with. As believers, we're not familiar. Listen, what's supposed to be native to us. Come on with the word native. It, it's supposed to be native. You are no longer from this destination. As he is, so are we. Where is he? He's in both dimensions. So are you. You are the only thing that was created to operate or have legal operational rights in the spirit realm and the natural realm. You're the only creation that has that ability. Any other angel, demon, has to have a body to operate in this realm. Just like Jesus himself could not violate his order. He had to have a body. He had to come through a womb of a woman to exist legally in this world that you have. Entered in yourself. My goodness. I was thinking about Tiffany and, and, and Eric and Asher. They just had a baby boy. And I was like, wow, look at this. Now, he was a spirit. Now, he has legal rights here in the earth to operate now in both realms. I've given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. Now, he is now a partaker of God's, listen. Divine nature. He's a recipient of that now. And, and as his parents begin to continue to pray for him, he's going to have diplomatic immunity. And every little place that his little feet tread would be sovereign territory for God. Oh, see, see, when you start talking spiritual things, people just don't get it. Okay. Oh, my God. Hold on. Did you have something? I'm going to move on from here. I do. Our Lord knows okay. I do. Lord, to God. What's up, body of Christ, Pastor? Yes. Now, because we, as Christians, are so used to the, the oh, Christian language stuff for you. In, tr in a traditional way and not in a revelation way, is that when you, when you were speaking on the mystery and the ministry of the word and the spirit, right? That's right. That's right. And that he said when you done all you can do to stand, right? That's right. In these times. But staying. And what Holy Spirit really is doing for those who really are committed to Christ. 
the spirit main, helps you to maintain your position in Christ. It holds your course steady. Mm. Mm. Oh, come on. It enables you to finish the race. Holy Spirit causes you to remain indefinitely. Yes, he does. To the end. See, this is, look, the ministry of Holy Spirit is to cause you to remain to the end. You're not ready for it to stand. And after you've done all you can do, stand. It means that after I have prayed and believed, that no matter what I hear, what I see, but because of what I know, the knowledge that I have. That's right. And Holy Spirit is going to cause that knowledge that's in me to rise up and lift a standard to cause me to remain and to stay the course. Amen. No matter what's going on. No matter how I feel. This is why I can't be moved. I love that. I love that, Pastor. To stay and see, it, see, it just took me some place. And see, I, Holy Spirit, just give you a word, a, a switch to turn on, or, or give access to a a flooding of information, a overtaking of His word, a overtaking of strength that comes on with just one word. Stand. Amen. <laughs> and that's all you've done. Stand. And he's saying again, after all you've done, remain. <laughs> oh, glory, glory to, to God. <laughs> Jesus, remain intact. Amen. With your, oh, go ahead, Pastor. With your thoughts, your thinking, Amen. your reasoning. He said, remain intact. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Glory to God. Pastor, you're doing some things. I love that. I love that. See, this is why, you know, the people that do know their God. They shall be strong. They, they do. do exploits. You, you, you don't know your strength until you get underneath that weight. Yes. So the body of Christ is like with this virus, you're finding out where your strength is. It's about you. It's not about God, his provision, his protection. It's not about COVID-19. It's about it's you. It's not. It's about you. What? See, they can't even see what's coming Behind COVID nineteen, let yeah. alone COVID-19. oh, he took me behind it. It took me behind it. I, so we're gonna hear about if you're gonna faint on this one. If you're gonna faint on this one, there are other pandemics out there you don't know about. Exactly. See, but you got to be able to tap into the spirit, and you got to know where you need to hear, and who you need to hear. Right now, this ain't a. It ain't about no faith and release your faith for things right now. 20 cars right now. You're trying to find some toilet paper. Advance the kingdom. See, distractions. Distractions. You got to get your mind distractions. right. Distractions. Where are we at right now? Where are we at right now? I'm telling you, this situations, circumstances, listen, those are the things that show you your character. You don't understand. Matter of fact, those are the things that help develop your character. So you need to have this. Amen. Thank you, Lord. He said, give him thanks in everything. Everything. But in. Glory to God. I thank you for the live stream. <laughs> Glory, Glory to God. 
here we go right now. See, I told y'all, everybody talking about, oh, we coming, we got faith. Don't y'all know, see, if you was in the spirit, you knew they're going to shut it down. But you won't because you think it is things instead of, listen, my job is to protect the sheep. Amen. About gathering. Anyway, here we go. Listen, then the realm of the spirit, I'm going to read this, what I had right here first. So when you read um, that scripture that I was giving y'all, it's not lying, all right? You just need to have some lamp. You have your lamp with no oil. That's how a lot of people read the word. They read the word, but there's no oil. There's no spirit. That's right. Okay. Listen, in the realm of the spirit, the spirit, con listen, continues to watch, continues to watch you. And there, and, and to, to watch you, and there, there's no life-giving factor in you. You have to have that. See, and the spirit quickens you. The spirit is what gives you so in the spirit realm, teacher, the spirit continues to watch you to see if there's a life-giving factor in you. Pastor, I have to tell you right now, I'm sitting there, yes, I'm talking to Minister Shamir, and I'm saying, I said, rocket. I said, rocket. I said, life. I just, I'm happy about life. It's not just the existence of living, but there was an underlining sense, like a, an intense, strong sense of life. Life beyond what we understand life to be. And I said, I'm, I love this. People talking about they can't get out the house and they're bored. They want to do this, want to do that. I said, but we are missing what we're supposed to be experiencing. That's right. We are to be experiencing a higher level of life. Amen. Oh, I, I love it. I love what's happening. Mm -hmm. I, man, I see you amen. just did. Oh, my okay. Lord. Jesus. <laughs> so, oh. amen, teacher. I love that. Oh, Let's my go God. Ahead, gonna get see, this. we can walk together because we know where we're going. Oh. The two walk together except they know the direction and have already discussed where we're going. Amen. So, <laughs> watch this right here. Glory to God. So I said the realm of the spirit and the spirit continues to watch you and he's trying to see that there's no life giving factor in you when you read that word. He's looking for his spirit. Watch this. So the word, the word himself in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Amen. So the word himself walked as himself, not listen, not the word. He, he walked as himself. He was not the word. Walked as himself. Let me say that again. Sometimes you get a little mixed up here. The word of God walked, walked as himself. Was not the word. Watch this. Until the spirit came upon him. For 30 years he walked as the son of Joseph. Go ahead. Never before the spirit of God came in was he called the Christ. The Christos, That's the anointed right. one. Never before then was he called that. So the word was walking around as the word. Only. He didn't do anything. There was no miracles. No one was raised from the dead. No deaf ears, no deaf eyes. Um, no deaf ears. <laughs> this is live, baby. No blind eyes were open. No deaf ears were open. He walked around as the word. That's right. The word only. The container. The word. 
walked around 30 years as the son of Joseph. And he was never called Christ until, until the spirit came upon him. So the lamp, he didn't do anything. It's the word and the spirit is where the power is. Until the purpose and plan. Oh, wait. Don't go there. Oh, huh? You just wait. Jesus! You just wait. Ah! Oh, this. this is how we end this Jesus. thing together. You just hold that because that's who watch this. <laughs> I didn't study with him, but I studied with him. We're always together. So in Matthew 25, right? The lamp you see that they were holding was the person. No one was raised. See, somebody got it back there. The lamp that the ten virgins were holding was the person. The lamp is the what? The word. The lamp is the word. It tells you that in Psalms. It didn't say it was like the, a lamp. It said, no, the lamp is the word. And those virgins were holding a person. Jesus. I told you, it's a mystery. It's not about sexuality. Because they were virgins. Come with Watch the marriage. This. Pastor's go ahead. Jesus goes to John the Baptist. He didn't say, John, teach me. Remember, he was the word. He was the word incarnate. Embodied in flesh. In the form of a human. The word. He didn't go and say, you know, teach me. John the Baptist said, no, teach me. Mm. Jesus didn't say, teach me. No, he didn't. He didn't say that. He was saying, John, here you go, teacher. He was saying, John, I can't walk in the glory. I cannot walk in glory even as the word until you operate in your ministry. I need y'all to operate in your ministry. Watch this. John, he was saying, John, I can't walk in glory even as the word, mm. until you operate in your ministry by the Spirit Jesus. to baptize me. Oh! And the Bible says, because John operated in his spirit, in his call, when he baptized Jesus, the heavens were open. Come on. See, this is what happened. A lot of us are not operating in our call. That's right. We got a lot of people in the pew telling the pastor how to pastor. Mm. My Lord. We got people, we got pastors in the pulpit telling the sheep what to do, but they sheep. Oh, that is the one. Leading them astray. Now that's the one. Leading them astray. And it doesn't matter how many people you have in your sheepfold, you can still be a sheep. Absolutely. Leading people astray. Listen. The word itself, the incarnated word, couldn't do anything until the spirit came upon him. Oh, y'all not miss y'all, y'all not seeing this. And because John operated in his call by the spirit. Think about the two of them. By the spirit. And he said, when when John came out, he was full of the spirit. You didn't see that with anybody else. You didn't even see that with the word. That was his purpose. You didn't see that with the word. Mm. It was the word. Oh, watch this, mm. teacher. Watch this. 
It's the same God. way when the virgins, when they began to pour out, to pour oil inside their lamps. Watch this. Oh, y'all got to guess the connection. It's the same way. Think about it. Jesus, John the Baptist, is baptizing the word. And it said the open, the heavens open, and the spirit came upon him, poured out upon him. It's the same way with the virgins. When they began to pour oil inside of their lamps, the spirit of God came from heaven upon Jesus and turned him into the Christ. Oh, Jesus. It turned him into the Christ. The spirit. When a, when a man is, listen, in the, when the spirit inhabits a man, he becomes a new creation. Jesus. Never before existed. When the spirit of God comes into you, you become a new creation. My Lord. My goodness. Woo, listen to this. And it came upon him. Watch this, teacher. Watch this, teacher. And from that point. And from that time, he went, listen, immediately to the wilderness for 40 days. And when he came out, the Bible says that his fame went abroad and strange things began to happen to him. Do y'all understand that? When, when he got baptized and went into the wilderness and was tested and tried, it said when he came back, he said he went into the land and he went and it said his fame went abroad. Y'all see, people seeking it. Fame went abroad when the spirit came upon him. Strange things begin to happen. That's in Mark 1.28. Let them see it because they might not believe it's in there. King James. Please that's the best ahead. expression of it. Put both of them up, but put the King James. Woo! So they'll see. Mark chapter 1 at verse 28. Mm. I'm coming back, y'all. And immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the region round about Galilee. My goodness. Oh, don't understand this. When you get baptized. Yeah, you ain't never seen that. I ain't just put that in there. And his fame went abroad after he was tested and tried. A genuine baptism. A genuine baptism, you have to have an experience. It, it, you have to have a real experience. You have to be tempted, tested, tried. Mm. Mm. See, a lot of us, we left the wilderness before it was over. He said, stay there. He said, stay right there. To you and down. The Bible says how God, the Bible says how God anointed him. How he, how God anointed the word. Mm. Oh, y'all missing this. How God anointed the word, the Holy Spirit. Listen, with the Holy Ghost. Again, say it. I'm going to say it again. How God anointed the word mm. with the Holy Ghost. He anointed his word with the Holy Ghost. Remember, it's always the word and the spirit. Come on, say that. The word, the word and the spirit. And the spirit. Come on, out there in the digital land. Say the word <laughs> and the spirit. All right. All right. This is what it does. This is what this is what the word does. Can I tell you what the word does? Please. Y'all ready? Oh, y'all not ready for this? One. This is what the word does, teacher. I think our understanding of the word, um, I think our understanding of the word of God is like it's like this. I I, I got to go here because I see it all the time. Y'all got to remember, Pastor came out of the occult. This is what this is what the word. I know that spiritual realm. This is why I have a hard time 
when it comes to believers in the spiritual realm. They actually don't believe. The spiritual realm is more realer than this natural realm. Because everything that you see came from the unseen. That's right. Amen. Amen. All right. Watch this. This is what the word does. And I said, I think people might get upset here, but they, it's all right. The spiritual realm is more real than this natural. We miss this understanding. We, we treat the word of God like it's a charm. Like it's a potion. Like it's magical. Like it's Aladdin's lamp. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Okay. Just rub it and make your confession. Can I say it again? Y'all don't get mad at me. No, go right ahead. We treat the word like a charm, like a potion, like it's a magical thing. That's how many, not all, that's how many believers are taught. That's how we're taught. That's how many believers are taught. Not all approach the word of God in that manner, okay? The word of God in terms of operation is not a mystery. Amen. Okay, watch this. The word of God in terms of operation is not a mystery. The word of God is... To construct, watch this, y'all not ready. You ready? You ready over there? All right. We got like 10 people, less than 10. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to ask them, are they ready? The word of God in terms of his operation is not a mystery. The word of God is to construct, listen, it is to construct us in the God's value system. The word of God is to construct in us mm -hmm. his value system. Can I say it again? Please do. The word of God is to construct in us the value system of God. Tear down and build up. Go ahead. The word of God mm -hmm. is a spiritual medium mm -hmm. that does many spiritual things. Mm -hmm. Among them, there are given, listen, the mind of Christ. Listen, listen to this. The word of God does many spiritual and supernatural things. Watch this. Supernatural things. Mm -hmm. Among them, you are given the mind of Christ. That's supernatural. Y'all got to hear this. Mm -mm. And it begins to, when you have the mind of Christ, mm -hmm. this is what happened. This is, this is what's wrong with a lot of <laughs> believers. They don't have the mind of Christ. You know why? Because it begins to cultivate and alter your perspectives. The word of God is a compendium. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Y'all going to, before I tell you what a compendium is, can I tell you this one more time? Listen to this. Go ahead. When you have the mind of Christ, it begins to cultivate and alter your perspective. How you see things. 
when you have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ doesn't see things in carnality. The mind of Christ is spiritual. It only sees the things in the spirit. You know why? Because it's eternal. And everything here is temporal. See, this is why we're in fear. Because you still have a carnal mind. The mind of Christ is not fearful. That's right. Because it begins to alter and cultivate your perspective about coronavirus. It's supposed to alter your perspective about sin. You can't have the mind of Christ and still sinning. All right, go and sin no more. No more. Okay, all right, all right. As I said, the word of God is a compendium. That means a collection of concise but detailed information about a particular subject, especially a book or other publications. So you have the book, don't you? I think I lost my little thing, y'all. <laughs> Tearing my peas up. <laughs> you continue. I got it. Okay, you got that? No, no. We're going to get it. Hold on. Just a little second here. I got it. Let me make sure I get this in here. All right, there we go. I'm like my spiritual daughter. She says some terrible peas. I'm coming back, y'all. This is live. This happens. This is it right now. Stay connected. Amen. Compendium. Right. Let's get back to the word. Compendium. And I said, I know, I know the word people would love that. <laughs> so you got to understand this. Listen to this. I said that the mind of Christ, it begins to cultivate and alter your perspective. The word of God is a compendium. It means that a collection of concise but detailed information about a particular subject, especially a book mm-hmm. or a publication. So it's just, it's just, that's just the right word to use right there. Listen, I'm going to say this again. Watch this. The word of God, the word of God is a type of methodology. Well, this is what it is. The word of God it's a methodology, a methodology. It's the modus operandi of the kingdom. So when you operate by the word, it's supposed to be a system of spiritual education that brings, listen, you to think like Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I say that again? She's trying to take her phone off the She's trying to take her phone off the It's live, baby. Here we go. Here we go. Listen, the word of God. Um, <laughs> the word of God is the methodology or methodology, the modus operandi of the kingdom. And when you operate by the word, listen to that. And when you operate by the word, it's supposed to be a system of spiritual education that brings you to think like Christ. See, so all these thoughts that you have, once you have, see, his mind 
is to cast them down. To anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. What is your knowledge base of God? Hmm? See, this is some of the things that we have to understand. Listen to this. It is a system of education that brings you to think like Christ. Do y'all hear me? The word. We're talking about the ministry of the word right now. This is what the word does. The word of God allows you and cultivates you and change your perspective to think like him. Yeah? Okay. So what you thinking? What's wrong with your thinking? Okay. All right. Here we go. Watch this. You begin, when you have the mind of Christ, you begin to understand the things of the spirit of God. The operation, the operational system of God when you have his mind. See, a lot of times we, 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 we say we have his mind, but then why are we even questioning this? That's right. Because I have the mind of Christ. It is already educated. My spirit. Okay. Well, watch this. Yes, as you go, okay. you're there in the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, back, a little bit back, you were speaking of how Holy Spirit watches over Really, us, right, in our mind. Mm -hmm. And as well as with him watching over and give life. See, there's a life-giving factor. A life-giving factor, right? That's right, with his word. Mm -hmm. And as I was uh, listening to that, and I didn't want to stop you then uh, as she was going on, but but I did say, uh, and then you said the Holy Spirit comes and he he constructs, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He really constructs Mm -hmm. your thoughts and mind Mm -hmm. to... Be now the mind of Christ. The word of God is, uh, yeah, it, right? it, it is to construct us in the value system of God. I love it. So in the value system of God, right? So mm-hmm. the question is, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. What is happening? And then if that doesn't happen, the reason that it will, it will not happen is because you refuse for your mind to be really in align with the value of God's mind. And so what has to happen, this is why he says in Jeremiah 3, 28, is that there is a time to where there is a, a plucking up right. and a planning, right? That's right. So it says, just as I watched, see, the spirit watching over them to uproot and tear down and to overthrow, destroy, and bring disaster, so I will watch over them to build and to plant declares the Lord. Amen. So that means that this tearing down and destruction, things being destroyed, is your, look, they're your thoughts. Mm. So to bring the value of God's mind in your mind, you have to permit, this is why he's permit and allow the mind of Christ to permit means that you have to allow there is a deconstruction of your thoughts. And if you don't allow that to happen, this is why Holy Spirit can't come in. And you be fully baptized into the life of Christ. Amen. Excellent. Excellent. Jeremiah 3, 28. Just wonder, in case you're wondering, Amen. if you baptized in the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I mean, we, we got to continue. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, right now, we're we going we gonna to get into the spirit even more. Right now, we're still doing the word. and But you can't have one without the other. Amen. No. It's so beautiful. Oh, man. 
people are kind of wondering what I'm doing. I told them uh, they've been chiming in. Really? I am. I mentioned earlier I'm in position sitting here as student as well as teacher. So while pastor is pastoring, I am actually studying with him and writing, taking notes. Yes. <laughs> Echad. Everybody say, Echad. 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 That means we are one. We are one yeah. unit. Amen. And the Lord thy God is one. Echad. Amen. Come on, say it out there in the light. You got to do it in the throat like that. In the throat. Echad. 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 Okay, there you go. All right. So, wow, that's great. They want to know. I just want to hear because she's beautiful. You know, they saw me on my phone. Like, what is teacher doing? I'm just joking. <laughs> Teacher's always being a student. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Back to the word. Here we go. And begin to understand these things of the spirit operating in his system. Amen. You have to have, once you have his mind of Christ, you'll be able to operate in his system, right, of operation. Amen. So when, listen, so I can know that you're accessing the word. So I can know that you're accessing the word, listen, not just by Access your ability to quote it. I can know that you're accessing the word. See, this, this is, I, I'm going to get there. Hold on. So when you have the mind of Christ, right, I know that you have access the word, not just by the ability, listen, to quote it, but the word of God has so influence you but the word of god when i see you i should find it hard oh y'all not gonna get this when i see you to trace i should find it hard you to any nationality to trace i'm gonna say that again watch this this gonna help this gonna help us and this our black hebrew israelite brothers and our Islamic brothers and whoever else you want to put in here, watch this. Because you have access to the word, not in justice ability to quote it, but the word of God has so influenced you. Listen to this. When I see you, I should find it hard to trace you to any nationality on earth. See, it makes a difference when I said that, when I said on earth. You have been so influenced by the word. It's hard for me now to trace your nationality to this earth. Because you've been influenced so much by it. Because the word of God has created out of you a culture that cannot be traced to any nationality. You are of a new nation. This is the operation of the word. Oh, my goodness. So I should be able to see a black man, a white man, an Asian man, an Indian man, an Arabic man, a Spanish man. And when I see that man stand by each other because of the influence, listen, by the word, they should look like family. Go ahead. Yeah. That's real. They should That's look real. like family. That's real. <laughs> I can't trace you to any region. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Because I've been so influenced by the word of God. It is, listen, it, I've been so influenced by the word of God. 
I said, could you just, oh, so influenced by the word of God. Can we say that? The word of God. <laughs> I've been so influenced by it. I can't trace you back to any region. Trace you back to how you've and been trying to identify yourself. Yes. And this is what we, and this is, I said I'm going to address y'all. People who have issues with, when it comes to, you know, race and, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian, but I'm, 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 I'm black and I'm proud or whatever you want to put in there. See, 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 that's, I got something for you. Okay. I got something for you. Let me continue. Let me finish. Because you have been influenced by the word. Listen, the word, the word is the influencer. Nothing else. Not my lineage. Nothing else. The word. So it doesn't matter if I'm a black man, a white man, an Asian man, an Arabic man, a Spanish man. When I stand these men by each other, because of the influence of the word, they should look like family. If it's really the word. That has influenced them. It should be so difficult to separate you into a geological context or region. It should be so hard to trace you. I stand all y'all together. Good God. It should be so difficult to separate y'all. Do y'all hear me? It should be so difficult to separate y'all into a, a geographic context or reason. So if I'm still, listen, still alive, oh, y'all not going to like this. So if I'm still alive, listen, to my earthly foundation, say that my skin, my hair, my location, then that is a sign that the word of God has not yet prevailed in your life. Deal with the spirit of God. We're supposed to be people of light, precious faith. We're supposed to be unified. See, I'm going to say that again. But if your foundation, listen, if you're still, as a believer, if you're still in your earthly foundation, your skin, your head, and where you're from, isn't that something that we would allow that? See, this right here would cut all this racism out in the church. Because we haven't been influenced by the word. And the people were one. And all that they imagined to Imagine. do, they would do. See, we so, we're so misled and we're so misinformed and we're, we're, we're so hurt that we can't see the mysteries that are waiting there. For us to be unveiled in the word of God. My Lord. Isn't that something? We're so distracted from all of this. They he's using this to divide the church, and the church can't see it. Absolutely. Who got faith, who don't? This is crazy. It should be who don't have something, can we help you? Amen. Amen. Not all, some. Okay, here we go, teacher. You cannot be still alive to this foundation if you're born again. That is a sign that the word of God has not yet prevailed in your life. Because all ten virgins. Listen to this. Because 
All ten virgins. Let me see here. I want to say this like this way. Because all ten were virgins. Mm -hmm. And nothing more. Listen. In those ten virgins, nothing more was said about them. You didn't hear anything else about them. Right? Yeah. You didn't hear any else about them. Nothing else was said. The word of God, listen, the word of God unified them to one family. There were ten virgins with ten lamps. The word of God. They were holding the word of God, right? 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 Okay. They unified them. The word did. It was um, the lack of the Holy Spirit that they verged them. To a different outcome. Okay. It was lack of the Holy Spirit. My Lord. They were all equal. Mm. They all had a lamp. They were all virgins. Jesus. But the Holy Spirit. Is what made the difference. The Bible never says that the ten were sisters. Go ahead. It never said that they were relatives. They didn't even tell us the size of the lamps. Didn't tell us that they were all the same. The fact that you had access to the lamp qualified all of them to be called into one family. Jesus. There's one baptism. There's one Lord. There's one faith. See? You see it everywhere. See, this is the ministry of the word. It unifies. It unifies the ministry of the word. There were ten virgins. They all had access. But only five had the spirit. Only five had the oil. Watch this. Oh, watch this. Here it is. This is usually the challenge. This is usually the challenge is the ministry of the spirit. Wouldn't y'all say? Yeah. You can get the word. Most definitely. You can have the word. You can teach the word all day and night. But the challenge usually is the spirit. I'm going to help some people here. Can I help some people here? Y'all all right? Yeah. All right. Good, good, good. Watch this. Because for you to begin to engage the ministry of the spirit, it will do many things to you. Number one, oh my God. in many regards, it will insult your sense of maturity and order. Because for you to begin to engage Say, the ministry of the spirit, this ministry right wow. here, you wouldn't need this to. ministry right here of the spirit <laughs> will insult <laughs> your maturity <laughs> and order. Okay. The character of the spirit is given in John 3, 8. Will insult. We're going to go there. John 3 8 amplified. And order. See, most people have a problem with the spirit. Mm -mm -mm. And, and this spirit shows your maturity and things that are in order. The spirit likes order. Go ahead, read it. John chapter 3 and verse 8. The wind blows, it breathes where it wills. Oh. Mm -hmm. And though you hear its sound, 
Yet you neither know where it comes from, nor where it is going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. This is the character of the Spirit. So let's break that down for you a little bit here. Mm -hmm. All right. The word is orderly. There is a system of order, but when you come to the ministry of the Spirit, <clears throat> of the Spirit it demands extreme flexibility. Go ahead. Oh, my oh, God, on. teacher. Come on. When you come, <laughs> that's why I've been telling the leaders. Okay. See, like, what's going on here? Yeah. What's going on in this dispensation of time? All right? That's why I gave y'all the how you should be praying for your leaders yesterday in our little uh, WM ministry uh, talk time. All right. Speaking of WM ministry. Yeah, speaking of WM it's ministry. <laughs> oh, okay. I, don't, yeah. I have hers. I don't have my shirt. Mm. Anyway, I just thought I'd put that shameless plug in there. They're coming, y'all. They're coming. We're coming. Just got a test right now. All right. <laughs> I didn't have nothing else to wear. I'm sorry. Here I wasn't included in the test. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll handle that later. Watch this, y'all. Let's get back. Let's get back to the word. Let's get back. Here we Amen. go. The word is in orderly and it is a system of order. But you have to come when you come to the spirit of of the we're talking about the spirit uh, of the ministry of the spirit. Mm -hmm. It demands. Now, remember, y'all saw extreme, but no, it demands mm. extreme flexibility. So the wind blower where it lifts this, it says where it lifts this. Y'all know what lifts it means? Listen means desire. It means pleases. It means will. You got the King James up there? All right. So the wind bloweth where it listed, where it desires, where it pleases. That's right. Where it wills. And so are you, just like the spirit, just like the wind. You are too. Look at that. The candle wick does not move around, but the oil can move around. Listen to this. The oil can move around. Right. Even though it's within the vessel. Even though the word is with, listen, the word is in you and the spirit. Because you are the vessel. Woo, y'all ain't going to get this. Hold on. The candlewick does not move around, but the oil can move around. Even though it's within the vessel, it can be confined. Listen, this dimension of the Holy Spirit is a threat. Listen, what happens to this? Right here is a threat to tradition. The spirit. Go ahead. All right. You know, the, the spirit of Christmas. See, the spirit of God has no association with the spirit of Christmas. That's why we feel so funny and threatened. Oh, I thought it was the spirit of truth. See, and you, we're not talking about the love of Christ. We're not talking about the love of Christ. Right? We're not talking about that. I'm talking about the spirit of Christmas. Right, right. It's not the spirit of, it's not Holy Spirit. Right. Amen? Oh, come on now. Y'all better listen up in here. Amen? That spirit, the spirit, the ministry of the spirit is a threat to tradition. 
Can I break it down for you? So when you see someone dancing, shouting, like a fool, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people have a problem with that. Okay, you go to a, go to a church that's word. Go to the church that's just word. Go to a church that's just word. Go ahead. And you begin to dance and shout. Okay. See, there's a problem talking about and acting. There, there's no problem talking about the word intelligently. You can, you can do that all day. With a believer. But the spirit. But the things of the spirit. See, that's where dancing come in. That's where praising God comes in. That's right. All right. See, like I told you, most people, they ain't got no problem talking about the word. But the things of the spirit, this is what trumps the, you know, tradition in people. No problem, no problem talking about that. Talking about the word. And talking about your schooling. Now, in that service, something comes upon you. And you have to shout. Yeah. And say hallelujah. You, you can't contain it. All right. And you got to praise God. I mean, do we really have praise service? I don't think we really have praise service. I know that's right, Pastor. We have constraint service. Oh, not praise service. You're right. All right. See, that's about the spirit. See, that's what happened to 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 the Jews. How you have Jews who don't believe? That's right. Because they believe the letter. But not the spirit. Okay. Pharisees. Okay. I ain't going to mess with that. Here we go. Watch this. And in some churches, you look foolish. And they say, this spirit thing is a problem. Because you know tongues don't come with that too. Tone, tone's going to be a problem, too. But we can do the word all day. We can talk about the word all day. But the things of the spirit. I told you, the spirit is what trumps the tradition. Right, listen to this. Watch this. The spirit is the problem. And watch this. And that is the same thing we call foolish is what made the virgins wise. And that is the same thing we call foolish is what okay, made watch the this. virgins wise. Watch this, watch this. That's right, he'll take the foolish things to confine the wise. Watch this. What made the virgins wise? The spirit. First Corinthians. What made the virgins go to the book? First Corinthians two fourteen amplified. Because they call them the foolish. The foolish version without the spirit. You ready? First Corinthians 2 14 amplified. First Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. Almost finished, y'all. But the natural non-spiritual man does not accept or welcome or admit into his heart the gifts and teachings 
and revelations of the Spirit of God. For they are folly, meaningless nonsense to him. And he is incapable of knowing them, of progressively recognizing, understanding, and becoming better acquainted with them, because they are spiritually discerned and estimated and appreciated. Now watch this. The carnal man cannot receive the things, the things of the spirit. The carnal man cannot receive the things. The things of the spirit. It never said the carnal man could not receive the word. It never said he could not receive the word. But he could not receive the things of the spirit. Y'all see what's going on with the body of Christ right now? Y'all see what the body of Christ is right now? Listen there. Cannot, he, he can never receive. He could not receive the thing. He could receive the things of the word, though. Listen. So the carnal man can feel, can, can still be a virgin. They had the word. The lamp was the word. All ten had it. So the carnal man can still be a virgin. Oh, my God. But he cannot receive the things, the things. The things of the spirit. See, you read that story now, you get a different understanding. Listen to this. Teacher could not receive things of the spirit, but he still can be a virgin. But the true test of spirituality is the ability to sustain the flexibility, to be balanced. There we go. Yet to be able to receive in the spirit. The strange thing. Y'all hear that? There has to be, you have to be flexible like the wind. You have to have the word, but you have to be flexible to receive the things of the spirit. Okay. Watch this. Here we go. So if someone is shouting and praising under the anointing, it may be out of order, but your pastor and your teacher has that spiritual intelligence. And to know that that shout is not just something that's rowdyless. Just being rowdy. Want to be seen. But there is something being birthed in the spirit. Hey, Keisha. See, but you got to be able to sustain that praise. I know you hear me. Whew, you put me on that one, Keisha. Here we go. See, for us, you have to receive first before you have. And you have to be able to sustain that praise. And like the wind. Oh, I had a bad day. Or something happened. I got a bad report at the doctor. But I'm like the wind. I'm flexible. I'm still believing. <laughs> Woo! Extreme. There's an extreme demand on my flexibility because I believe God. Ah, I know His word is true, but everything is blowing, everything is happening. But I still believe God. Y'all follow the picture? Woo! You got to be able to sustain that praise. Not just one praise, but you got to be able to sustain that praise. And you know your God, He cannot lie. 
If he did it for Sarah, he'll do it for you. Oh, come on now. Woo, here we go, here we go. Can I jump in real quick, Pastor? Yes, ma'am. Ministry of Holy Spirit, a threat to tradition, right? So those who are not welcoming Holy Spirit and just knowledge, or just the fact that tradition has birthed them. Hear me, tradition has birthed them. And this means that they not welcoming. They don't welcome revelation is what I was hearing. They don't welcome meaning. They don't, we're not greeting those who are walking in tradition. You can't sing to greet or introduce into your presence, into the place, which is you, the word. You're hearing the word, but you can't introduce and greet the word into the place. So the word never takes root. You're saying the word, you're hearing the word, but the the word never takes root. The word never reached the place of the inner man, the hidden man of the heart. Because, look, you reject relief. Revelation is relief. The man void of the spirit rejects revelation, which means you reject Relief. The spirit rejects. You reject relief. Holy Spirit, it comes and goes as it will. And then we have some that when the Holy Spirit comes, but he goes, Holy Spirit, I just want you to stay here. No, you couldn't you couldn't handle it if the Holy Spirit continued to stay at the level that he came. We are rejecting relief. Go ahead, Pastor. Just Amen. Throw that in there with it. Yeah, teacher. It's only teacher can do. Amen. As I was saying, there was something that teacher and I when, and you've we've had experiences like this in church, and there's a uh, prophetic utterance, or someone has a tongue for interpretation. Uh, but we also know when there's false, and um, like I said, we as your spiritual leaders should have the intelligence to know. That something in that moment is being birthed in that person. Yeah. Um, so it's not just um, someone saying, you know, the, the things of the spirit are not normal. And this is one of the issues that the church has. See, they're used to be calling you up right now and I'm going to decree healing over your life. Your finances is going to be done in Jesus name. But if the Holy Spirit tells me to walk around you twice and touch your left shoulder and go sit back down. See, those are the things of the spirit that we are not accustomed or used to. We think they're foolish. But see, you don't understand or interpret. Listen, our interpretation of spiritual things is the proof of the absence of the oil. The way we interpret spiritual things is proof that there's absence of the oil. So Jesus, you know, spat on the ground. So to anybody else, it looked foolish and unsanitary. But in the spirit, you still don't know the purpose of that. No one does. No one has the revelation of why he did that. And why is it written? Because he's telling you that the things of the spirit are not like 
what it perceives to be. And you can't perceive it naturally because now you're going to look foolish in interpretation. This is why tongues look foolish to people. Because they're still on the letter and not the spirit. Hello. This is what's wrong. Yet the Bible says that we are to access this hidden wisdom because it's the glory of the saints. And that's what's being revealed to us a lot right now. A lot of things that we do in the spirit don't make sense. But that's the mystery and that's the ministry of the spirit. Right? Okay. So Moses. So you got, you know, he threw his staff down. And it became a snake. See, that's the ministry of the spirit. Y'all don't get it. That's the hidden wisdom of God. How did he do it? See, in the spirit realm, the spirit is in the realm of the supervising or the supervisor of the strange. Yeah. The spirit is in the realm of the supervisor of the strange. Go to Exodus. Come on, go to the book. Go to Exodus 14. The spirit is in the realm of the supervisor of the strange. 13. Go to Exodus. Amplified. We almost finished. Go to Exodus 14. Kept y'all a long time. Yeah. Thunder with the word. I mean, I just need to, because we're going to end here. I need you to thunder yeah. with the word. <laughs> Come on. Come on with him, man of God. <laughs> you ready? Read. <laughs> Exodus chapter 14 and verse All right. 13. Moses told the people, fear not, stand still, firm, confident, undismayed, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians you have seen today, you shall never see again. <laughs> and the Egyptian could be anything, could be coronavirus. See, the word of God, I've heard all these scriptures, ain't nobody went here. Read that again, man of God. Read it again. Read it with some power. I took the thunder. Thunder with the word. Woo! Moses told the people, fear not. Stand still. Huh. Firm. Confident. Undismayed. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians you have seen today, Go ahead. you shall never see again. Ah, oh, my God. Woo! How did all this happen, man? And how did all that happen? And think about that. Moses standing with the about 200, about 2.7 million people coming after him. And he took what was in his hand and he hit that ground and that sea opened up. See, supernatural, strange. This don't make no sense. Go ahead, Pastor. This don't make no sense in the yeah, spirit yeah. realm. What was in his hand? Moses, use what's in your hand already. See, and today we can say this. Use what's in your mouth today. Good God. Man, don't y'all understand this? So the verse is saying, uh, and Moses said unto the people. And he said unto the people. Fear ye not. Stand still. Remain. Maintain your position. Stay the course. Oh, come on now. With the thunder, <laughs> Jesus, Woo. and see the deliverance of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more. <sighs> Whatever's a threat 
That's right. To your salvation. What pulled you was into ever a threat to your thoughts. Mm. Whatever and whoever is a threat to your sound mind and well-being, that is the Egyptian. That's right. Was My ever goodness. a threat to righteousness. That's right. Oh, come on, y'all. Y'all playing with the word. And when he touched that, that staff on the ground, it opened up. He said, and the land became dry. My Lord. So they could walk on no problem. Man, I'm trying to tell you right now. The ministry. Maintain the, your position. This is the ministry of the spirit right now we're talking about. This is what we're talking about. She said, look at verse 4. Well, read verse, verse 14. 14. Go ahead. Read verse 14. We're in the spirit. Man of God. Verse 14. Yes. The Lord will fight for you. Yes. And you shall hold your peace Woo. and remain at rest. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. See. Amen. That's what right. are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> no. 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 I got to pump you up. I got to pump you up. See, we won't allow the ministry of the word and the spirit, listen, to solidify where we are and where we stand. We will not do it. We're going to do either the word or the spirit. You have to have the word and the spirit. I mean, do y'all understand the ramifications of he said, do not fear the Lord. He will fight for you. Call unto him and he will answer. My God, he does it over and over again. This is the, this is the ministry of the spirit. Peter, Peter said, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come. And Peter began to walk. Listen, on, she, he walked on the word. Listen, the water was created by the word. So he was walking on the word, not the water. He was walking on the word of God. He bid me come. My goodness, Mary came. Now, here comes the spirit of the ministry again. Mary, you're going to be overshadowed yes. by my spirit. Yes, God. And you're going to give birth. Yes. And you're gonna, his name will, listen, be what? Emmanuel. God is with him. See, you're going to, he's going to be the Christ. See, we don't understand the ministry of the spirit. How supernatural. It doesn't make any sense. It's not supposed to in this realm. See, that's the problem. We continue to be functioning in this realm. I told you the sun doesn't rise nor set. It rises and sets on this realm in the earth. But when you go above in the atmosphere, the sun doesn't rise or set. It rotates. So your perspective about everything. That's what I love about Christ. He said Amen. it changes and alters your spiritual perception. That's right. Of who he is. This is important for us to know. It's important for us to really have understanding at this time. You need the ministry of the word and the ministry of the spirit. Amen. This is what we should be at right now. This is where we should be at as the body of Christ right now. I mean, I'm, listen, Pastor, you, you need to deal with the people because some of them are afraid. Get in the word. I said, this is where you eat from and you're Listen, we're supposed to be praying, fasting, yeah. and feasting on the word. Feasting on it. This is what we're going to, that's what's going to save you. Because you're going to find out in that scripture. Do y'all understand what's going on here? The spirit realm should be inhabiting, taking over, and constraining, and, and moving, you know, in your situation right now. Amen. 
teacher, we I'm have to telling be you, we got to get going. We have to expedite our maturity. Yes. Because this is That's how you will does. not fear. When you expedite your maturity, because your maturity does this, the more this simplistic way of thinking, you're not going to think like that anymore. You can have more complex reasoning. Your reasoning is going to be more complex, which meaning that you can receive the deeper things of God in these times. This is why the mature in Christ don't fear and don't need to say that I don't fear because I'm not thinking on the immature, simplistic way that I normally think as an immature Christian. I think as a mature Christian, because of my growth, it's caused me to have more complex reasoning. I'm able to reason in difficult situations with what I'm faced with. Look, I have the strength and I have the ability to reason something that I can't perceive that is going to be a good outcome. But the Word of God says, I will cause all things to work in your favor. All. Everything will work for your good, says God. So I don't have to pray about me fearing anything because God has already said, I will cause everything to work for your good. I'm a believer. This is what I do. I believe that engraft the word of God that's able to save my soul, which is my mind, my reason, my intellect. And my intellect has even elevated to the next level of complexity of my reasoning and the deeper things of God because I accept revelation. I accept relief. I welcome Holy Spirit. Come, Maranatha. Ministry of the word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. He's worthy. Amen. He's worthy. Glory to God. Amen. We're going to finish this. This is not going to be the end. It's going to be ending for y'all right now, but we're going to yeah, continue Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got some things Amen. to say. Amen. Amen. So I want to thank everybody who has yes. um, chimed in on our live feed right now. Um, if anything was interrupted or whatever, we apologize and we want to work on some things. Uh, I just want to thank you all for um, sharing um, and coming into this uh, intimate space yes. here. Um and I love having a teacher here by me. Uh, normally, the film format is that she comes up after me. But I like this. This is great. I figure I'll um, get some time in while we together. <laughs> and that was very good at offering that time, too. So. <laughs> and it's a wonderful thing uh, when two are walking in the same direction. Amen. Which we have discussed. You have to discuss the direction yes. that you're going in. Okay. And um, you just want to thank um, all the people. But who when you notice the same God. You know that you're walking in the same direction. Amen. I love it. Amen. I love it. I don't have to even check with you which way we're going because if you're going a certain way. I know that's where we're going. That's right. Because we that's are, where he's leading we us. Are, we are yoked together. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> and I just want to thank, yes. um, teacher, and I want to thank all the people. That Media marketing. Thank you. Yeah. WM Media. <laughs> WM Marketing. Cut intercessors. WM Intercessors. Thank you. Thank you. I guess we are true. Thank one. you. But, um, the board, thank you. <laughs> and I, and I want to especially, especially thank the viewers. Amen. And um, I want to appreciate and tell someone we'll be back. Amen. Uh, Friday we'll be live uh, as well. We'll be um, probably Tuesday. Maybe we'll have something. We're working on some things. Um, but Friday and Saturday we'll definitely be live. So share. 
Uh, go to uh, our YouTube channel. You can check out all the teachings on there as well. Yes. Um, so and keep us in prayer and um, let's continue to pray for all the other pastors who are having to be flexible in their ministries right Amen. now. We just continue to pray for their provision and everything else they, they need for the sheep. Amen. Thank you for your continued um, support and advancing the ministry through your stewardship and also through your finances because this allows us to continue to go forth in the things of the kingdom of God. So we thank you for that as well. Continue to encourage each other. Continue to pray for each other. Continue to love on each other. Continue to feast on them and graft the word of God. We love you from Pastor and Teacher Mel. Shabbat Shalom.